0: Hey friend, all the things that we talk about every week start and end in the mind, so I thought it was only right to help you on your greatness journey by creating the Through My Eyes 28-Day Mind Shift Journal. This four-week prompted journal is divided into four sections about gratitude, about ability, about unlearning, and about manifestation. Each section has daily writing exercises and weekly tasks to help you solidify the mindset shift and at the end of each week, you'll be creating personal affirmations that will be used at the end of day 28 to create a custom mind shift mantra. The Through My Eyes 28 Day Mind Shift Journal is available now on Amazon. There's also a link in the show notes to purchase your copy. Thank you so much for supporting and now let's start the episode. where I give you whole life perspective on business relationships and personal development. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. And this week I wanted to talk to you about LinkedIn pitching. So out of all of the social media platforms, I've made the most business gains on LinkedIn also in a manner that really maximizes on my introverted disposition. And when I say business gains, I'm talking about relationships, opportunities. And also, I think it's important to note that it's not only career opportunities in the formal sense of landing a job, but also creative collaborations and all manners of opportunities, right? And I think sometimes with LinkedIn, we think it's just a professional space, but LinkedIn is a very cool space to be in and a very necessary and high converting space for creative outlets as well as more formal traditional career opportunities. So since I've had so much success with LinkedIn I thought it was only right to share with you all The ways that I do it in hopes that it might be helpful to you as well. So with most social media platforms, when you're hearing about social media strategy, how to be successful, how to gain followers impact and potentially paid opportunities, a lot of people will tell you to post a lot. And this is something when I was doing my research on LinkedIn and how to convert there in the way that I found necessary to my business and my hopes, it's a piece of advice that I got as well. But as somebody who really isn't into posting that much, it's something that I struggle with. It's something that I don't particularly enjoy on social media, like really having a posting schedule. But I'm trying to learn. I understand the necessity for growth and stepping into discomfort, hence why I'm really trying to work on my marketing. But at the same time, I found that in order to connect and convert effectively, I had to do it in a way that didn't make me feel uncomfortable because uncomfortable things won't be continued long-term. This is just the fact, right? It might feel good, but the moment it takes a little more than than you care to put in, you're gonna push it to the back burner because it's really not something that you see the value in, nor does it come easy, nor can you justify the push long-term because the discomfort, for whatever reason, exceeds the value of whatever it is, right? Like I talk a lot about having things not be easy, but having them be worthy. But for me, I'm still struggling with finding it worthy to be posting every single day on a social media platform. So with that being said, I wasn't going to just quit. I wasn't going to say, well, I find it hard, so I'm not going to do anything and I'm going to give up. Instead, find where your skills and your talents lie and look for opportunities within that, right? Because there are so many different angles to get at the same destination. There are many different paths you can take and there might be the path most traveled and if that path is not suiting or beneficial to you, there is absolutely no reason why you have to spend time doing that. Instead, find the one that makes most sense to you and move unapologetically in that, right? And another thing that I noticed with the heavy, heavy posting strategy is that if we're being honest, a lot of executive buyers won't be the ones commenting on your posts. And I even find this on Instagram where I'll post something and an opportunity I'll get via DM will be from an individual or a company who has never commented, interacted, sometimes even followed my work. So I'm like, what? (laughs) How do you even know I exist, you know? So I've learned over time that my skills shine in one-on-one settings, as I've stated, right? So I utilize that to gain personal, impactful connections with the people who I want to work with instead of trying to put myself out there in a way that I don't think would be sustainable. So this is my way of doing it, but it's also, of course, I'm going to give you the tips. And as you see fit, applying them to yourself, your objectives, I love you to do that, to do that English. Um, but at the same time, take this as inspiration for really mapping out your course and what works for you. And practicing it, honing it, refining it, and reaping those rewards in your way, in the way that you deserve, right? So when it comes to pitching on LinkedIn, the first thing I ask is, what do you want to pitch, right? Is it a product? Is it an idea? Is it a workshop? You need to know exactly what it is you are offering. What is your unique selling proposition? What? makes you different and what specifically you want, right? We're not here for generalizations. People want to know what you can do for them and they're not going to help you figure that out. So you need to bring it to them as clearly and concisely as possible, right? So the second thing you do once you've figured out what exactly it is that you want to pitch is you figure out who makes the decisions concerning this in the corporate landscape that you're interested in pursuing, right? So if I wanted to pitch poetry, I would most likely go towards marketing and communications, right? Whereas if I wanted to pitch a workshop on inclusion and diversity, I might be looking more so towards HR or an inclusion and diversity team should that be available within whatever the companies are, right? So figure out who the decision makers are. This is a very sharpshooter technique. It's not a throw something, throw your, like cast your wheel or Yeah, cast your fishing net out there and see what you catch. This is sniper energy. So you got to know exactly what you want, what you're going for, because that's how you convert at a higher level because you're not just kind of putting everything out there. And with that being said, this technique also takes a little more time, right? Because it's not general. It's very specific as we continue to go on, right? So the third point is to connect. Pick the companies you'd like to work with. And find those people, the people who are the decision makers, find them within the companies you wanna work with. So if you wanna work with Under Armour in marketing, go find the VP of marketing for Under Armour. Don't just type in Under Armour and search any employee. And I do not have like a LinkedIn pro account where you pay monthly or however the payment schedule is so and also because of that you get a limited amount of searches so you want to know exactly what you're looking for so you don't end up wasting your searches for the month on ineffective search engine keywords right you want to know exactly what you're going for so once you find these people that you know you want to you're interested in interested in connect with them hit that connect button and Send them a, a, a cute little message. Sometimes I don't even send messages. I do more so of my messages once I connect, which I'm going to go into in the other steps. But send a message say, Hey, I'd love to connect with you. I'm interested in what you're doing. Or maybe don't even send a message because once you connect, there's more steps that will really show you how to send that effective message over. So, of course with LinkedIn, with any other social media, with real life, not everybody who you connect with is going to accept your request, but that's why it's also a numbers game. So if you don't get that person, look at another person who's maybe under them in command, right? So you can get the CMO, chief marketing officer, or the VP of marketing, or the senior director of marketing, or the director of marketing. Like there are options within that range, right? So connect with them and If if a company is not giving you any bites, try other companies, right? Like figure out who you want to work with, figure out who your product, service, workshop idea is best serving and what companies you'd really feel would benefit from and you'd like to learn from and try to connect with them. So after you've connected successfully, this is where you do the recon work, where you do the research. So find out what the company's doing and what gaps specifically you want to fill. This is not about just saying, Hey, I'm good at this. I want to do it. It's about, this is where I see a hole in your business that is costing you X, be it money, be it time, be it opportunity, be it public trust, be it engagement value. And this is what I offer, right? So find that research. This This research can be done specifically with the person you followed or you're connected with. If they are somebody who is really into posting, this might be the time to to comment on a few of their posts, relevant comments. Don't just be spammy, like, hey, great idea. No, if you have something to say, make it relevant and say that thing, right? So figure out how that thing that you want to pitch, which was the first part, successfully fills the gap for the person who you've made the connection with, right? So a 4.5 is really that that what I just stated of interacting with their post, if possible, some people do not post and that's absolutely okay. Right. Um, I've made conversions without, um, through people who didn't even have a profile picture, honestly, <laughs> but they were the person who was that point person. And I was still able to interact with them through the next steps. Right. So number five is creating your targeted pitch and determining your desired outcome. This is twofold, Right what exactly do you want to pitch to them? Is it, is it a workshop? Is it a piece of content? Is it a strategy? Is it an idea? Is it consulting? What exactly do you want to pitch? And what is your outcome? Right? When you say, Hey, I do this. People will be like, okay, cute. What am I supposed to do with that? But if you say, Hey, I do this, this is what I do. This is how it fills the gap. And I'd like to have a 20 minute meeting with you to discuss this further you've given them an intention you've given purpose and you've stated your desired outcome which means that as i said they're not here to think for you you are thinking for you are thinking for them you are showing them why you are what they need to bring to the table. And if they have to rack their brains to figure that out, they're not going to be interested in doing that because time is money. And if you want some of their money, you got to show them how you're worth their time. They're not proving it to you. The power dynamic is that you are bringing your stuff to them and they have to pick you as the most worthy candidate in whatever capacity that is. Right? So you create your target pitch and you just dis- uh, you decide your desired outcome and then this is really where it goes down in the dms <laughs> so my strategy for converting effectively is using voice notes um this is something that not everybody does but because of that it really pulls attention a lot of people don't even know that linkedin offers voice notes so On the LinkedIn app itself, not on LinkedIn desktop version. On your phone app, when you are sending a message, you have an opportunity to get that. You see the little microphone and you can send a voice note the same way you can via most other social media platforms, right? And I found that this is queen. This is queen because sending that voice note puts you apart from the rest. It doesn't make your message come off as salesy or pitchy or spammy because you're taking time to one say their name say hello to them pronounce their name correctly right and tell them what you're offering tell them that you're glad to have connected with them and you're you're excited for what this connection can do in the long run and when it comes to voice notes if part of your targeted pitch is a document send the document first then send the voice note after this is very important because when somebody is looking in their messages and just seeing the preview, you don't want them to see attached document because that can come off as spam. And sometimes people are less inclined to open it. But if somebody sees voice memo, they're like, what, what's that? So they'll click it. And by the time they click it, they're already in they're engaged and they will see what you sent prior, which is either your pitch deck, um, a sample of your work or whatever it is, right? So another thing with the voice note is that the first time you send a voice note, one, LinkedIn has a one minute voice note cap, which also helps because it helps you to make your objective clear and concise. I'm not, I'm not going to recommend sending multiple voice notes, get to the point. And if they reply you back with a voice note, you can continue chatting with them via that, or you can start um, typing and texting, right? So, Um, When you send your first voice note, you'll get a notification that says, um, would you like to send this or delete it? And um, there's a little box that says, do not show me this again. Please, please, please do not click that. Because LinkedIn, unfortunately, is not like Instagram where there is an unsend function. So if you send something and it's wrong and you stuttered over your words <laughs> and you're struggling with English like myself and you have not given it and you have removed that prompt, you're not going to be able to do anything about that. So keep that prompt there so that in case you're rambling too long and then you realize that, oh, no. Um, the message cut out halfway, you have the opportunity to still go and delete it. So send a voice note, introduce yourself, thank them for connecting with you. Tell them what you do, that you'd like to be a resource to them and that you adore ABC about them, about their company, about the work, about the vision, whatever it is that is tied into your pitch. And the value add that you are bringing to their company, right? And the seventh and final tip is to follow up and follow through. So you might send this voice note with your pitch whatever it is and you might not hear anything. And I'd say give it another 7 to 10 days if you haven't heard back and just follow up say hey, um I reached out a while ago. Don't, this doesn't have to be a voice note. This can just be a message. (laughs) This is erring on the side of caution and finding balance, right? So send them another, um, send them a message and say, hey, I reached out to you a few days ago. I'm sure you've been busy, but I'd love to chat and connect with you. And I hope that whatever my offering is it's something that you'd be interested in, and I'd like to explain a little bit more about it. Should you be interested in whatever it is, right? So, direct pitching, and for those seven points, I will put them in the show notes so that you can have a look at them and really see, take a screenshot and apply it. And I'd love to hear how it goes for you, because it's it's been pretty cool for me. So I'm always here to share with you. So direct pitching has really helped me in connecting, um, in ways that far exceed my experience in certain situations right and an example I'll give you is one of copywriting so I write poetry I have a poetry book as you know I have a journal as you know but something that I've really been wanting to go into is copywriting which is creating copy which can be pitches commercials slogans for companies and I feel that this is something I have a talent and a disposition towards through the work I've been doing in the past with poetry. And I want to come at it from a poetic angle, right? Um, But at the same time, if I'm pitching to major companies and saying, oh, I want to write copy for you, one of the first things they might ask me is send us a portfolio. And one of the ways that I've successfully been able to go around this, and I'll also give you tips on how to create a portfolio of whatever it is you're doing before you've officially done it, quote unquote, at a higher level. Right? So one of the things I do is that if what I'm pitching on LinkedIn is copy to a company, to a VP of marketing or whomever, I look at the company, I go on their social media, I see what their brand represents. And then I create a sample piece of copy directly for them, pitch to them representing their brand, their mission, whatever it is, a a campaign that I'm interested in. So when I, when I shoot my shot doing all of the, the seven tips that I've given you as part of my voice note, I send them off that piece of sample copy initially. Then I send a voice note and I'll say, Oh, by the way, I write copy, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that poetic copy is something you guys should consider. And I have created this piece based on a few of your last campaigns that I've noticed. And I'd love to have a meeting with you to discuss further. So at that point, when the person sees what I've sent them, they're not necessarily looking for history. They're not looking for a portfolio because the portfolio would be to prove that I can work with their vision. But if I've created a piece literally tailored to that, that has in the past completely mitigated the need for a portfolio And another way that I've also done it is through this podcast, right? So if you guys have noticed for the past few months, I kind of give a little bit of a poem at the end. And what I'm doing with this is I'm refining my skills. If I say I want to write, I want to write copy and I, I have a podcast every single week on various topics. The best place to practice is with my podcast. And when I'm doing that every single week, that can literally become the portfolio that I need, right? So These are the ways that LinkedIn has really been converting for me, but there is another key to LinkedIn, which can help people come to you. And that is through creating an effective profile. And for me, as I said, marketing is not my niche and I know where my talents lie and I also know where they don't. But my lovely friend, Renny, XO Renny on YouTube and Instagram and everywhere else actually just created a video um about LinkedIn profiles and how to create a LinkedIn profile that gets you job offers one that pulls the recruiters into you so that if sharpshooting is not necessarily the way you want to do it you can you can create that profile in a way that is optimized so that they're coming rushing into you without you even having to be in the dm so I will put a link to her YouTube video in my show notes so that you can take a look at that and also apply that, right? Um, Yes, it's great to shoot in the DMs, but when you shoot in the DMs, people are going to come back and look at your page. So have that page optimized so that when they come and see what you've said in the DMs and what you represent on your profile, you're more likely to convert from every single angle. So friend, within your hands, you hold the ability to do all the things you need to do. You possess the tools required for your role in every single thing that is yours in your life. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, and have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.